0: Hey, what person you know could use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Villeneuve. Here, you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel and I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. God is good. Thank you for joining in. You're listening to Naomi Vilneg in a word of encouragement. Listen, I recently post this um, phrase saying something like this. I said something about watching the world on fire with turmoil, troubles, and tragedies, leaves me a bit paralyzed with grief. Lord, I don't know what to do or what to say. So much is happening. I did move on to said, I hurt with the hurt of my people. I mourn and am overcome with grief. That's from Jeremiah 8 verse 21. And I then encourage the people who are reading my posts. May we be like Jeremiah, weeping for the hurting. May we offer support through our prayers and the work of our hands. Lord, lead the people to do the right things you want us to do. Amen. I, I put that because at that time, that's what I was feeling a bit raw with so many things happening in the world. The world is just changing right before my eyes. It was bad before as much as there's some good stuff happening in the world, but there have always been bad news, you know, news that are tragic, news of troubles, news of turnover. I just feel recently that a lot of it has just been bad and specifically a lot of it has been hitting home um, kind of close some um, things close to me when I think about my um, Haiti for example I was born in that country um, spent the first few years of my life living there and the news that has been coming are horrible when you're not hearing about people getting kidnapped and what have you, or knowing that people are hungry and they're living in poverty, then you hear stuff like, oh my God, the president has been assassinated. And then, you know, all of a sudden you hear the the country has suffered another earthquake, all these things a tragedy, the turmoil, and you turn around and you hear the issues happening Um in Afghanistan at this moment, the Taliban um, taking over, people def- desperately trying to leave the country, refugees trying to get out, so desperate that they will hold on to a plane trying to fly out of the country and drop down Hundreds of um feet above the ground dying, you know, dropping down to their own death. My goodness, desperation are driving people to do crazy things because they want out. And you like, the turmoil is so much. It feels overwhelming. All of that is in the background of a pandemic. And it's a world pandemic. Everywhere is dealing with COVID-19. So sometimes we just feel like, Lord, I'm just I'm just hurting right now for people, for all the people who have passed away because of the pandemic. And just when we thought we were about to get out of it, boom, we're dealing with another valiance called Delta. And, you know, and it, it's continued to leave us in turmoil and for some in fears. We continue to lose people from it, but you know, not, not as much as we were losing before when the pandemic first started, but still others are passing away and others are sick in the hospital suffering. And we don't know what's next. It leaves us in a place that's just like, wow, like the world is changing. What is going on? I don't know. I cannot be certain about the next thing. And then, you know, then later the word of God come to me. God is the only unchangeable forces in a forever changing world where we are ourselves forever changing as well. Therefore, the truth of who God is does not change with the tide of our generation. The truth of who God is, because he is unchangeable, does not change the tide. So if there's anything that we need to anchor ourselves while we are in the sea of uncertainty of what's happening in the world, then that is God himself because he does not change. And I'm reminded of a popular song. The words go with like this, you are God alone. From before time began, you are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God alone. And right now, in in the good times and bad, you are in your throne You are God alone. Listen, these words, they brought comfort to me. And I pray they do the same for you. Realizing that God is God alone. From the time began, he has sit on the throne, designed this planet earth that we love and lived in, watch over us, breathe life into the nostril of Adam and stuff. And then, you know, from the side, Rib cage of Adam he created Eve God has been God all alone sitting on his throne like nothing is a surprise to him it's not like he does not have control over the chaos that we are perceiving of our world you know that we perceive that our world is in God is still God in the good time in the bad time he's still God and he still sit on the throne he is God alone Listen, God sit on his throne and he is seeking whomever, 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 wherever you are, who will trust him on this uncertain time. That is what God is seeking. He's looking to see which one of us will turn to him because you know what? If we if we don't turn to God, then our emotion, our imagination can lead us to a place that is not correct. You know, life is definitely not predictable. It's uncertain. There's ups, there's down along the way. Um, and we do, we want to trust God. We want to know that he is established. He is God all alone. He sit on his throne from the beginning of time through the bad times and the good. He is still God all alone. He sits on his throne. We want that. We want to trust God, you know. And when times are good, it feels easier. But when time is difficult, there is a bit of a, a fight and if you're feeling it, it's okay. I also goes through it and I'm just crying out to God, you know, and you have to make sure when you cry out, you do not cry out to men. You cry out to God, you know, because he is still the one who can give us an answer. He will operate through men. Don't get me wrong. He will operate to like um, governments and what have you, philanthropies, and so many. And he will operate to you and I to bring peace, comfort into the world. But who we need to cry out is to him. God's unchanging character can give us a firm foundation when things feel unsteady and uncertain because he is God all alone. He's seated on his throne. And that's where he has been and that's where he continued to be. Um, you know, so from the our own personal life, to what's going on in the world, sometimes life just change on us, you know? All of a sudden life can th- throw a curveball. Someone we know, these of us get sick. You may lose a job, friend, a friend or family member may betray um you. Um, we can lose a lost one, like me losing my mom at the beginning of the year. Um, and the things you felt secure in all of a sudden become shaky and uncertainty. And then when we look at the news and we read the news, what we are hearing about what's happening in the world around us, it can leave us shaky and uncertain. And how do we trust God in these circum- circumstances, in this situation? How do we trust Him? We do not understand what is happening. All we know is a lot is happening because this is how I feel. A little bit overwhelmed. A lot is happening. And yet you don't even see a resolution. It's like one thing after another on top of another. And these is a good question. It doesn't mean you don't believe in God. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't mean you don't believe in God. It's simply you expressing how you feel and how I feel. And then God wants to help navigate us through our, this moment, a moment of uncertainty. He wants to, he doesn't think you don't believe in him. He just wants to help navigate um, you so that you and I can land in the right place, in the good place, because there is a place we want to land in when we're in this moment of uncertainty. We want God to direct us, to take us to the right place, a place of grace. And what does it mean to trust God? Um, it simply means you're going to believe in him, believe in his ability, his strength, believe in his um, truth of what he says. So when it comes to trusting God, it means believing in him, you know, believe what he's the word of God says, the word that does not lie, uh, and that he always keep his promises. And we have read these through the word of God and we've seen him come through before. And when he said that he loves us, um, and he has good in store for us that is true, even though we are seeing the world look like it's facing a tsunami um, of troubles and tragedy, but we can still trust that God has good in store for each and every single one of us, for our families, our friends, our community. Trusting him in me and me believing that what he says about himself, you know, what God says about them is true about the world, and about you and me is true. It's more than a feeling. It's a choice to have faith in what he says. You understand? To trust God means I have faith in what God says. What I see with my eyes is one thing, but what I believe with my heart, my mind, and my soul is that what God says, that is the truth. It's more than your feeling because your feeling it's sad. My feelings are sad. My feeling is a bit, a bit overwhelmed. My feeling is a bit, I'm at loss here. What's going on? So much is going on, you know, and then circumstances will drive us to this feeling and I get it. And, and And I understand where you may be feeling. But it, trusting God is more than a feeling. I don't trust God because of my feeling. I trust God because I make the choice to have faith in what he says and his good word. What he, the Holy Spirit also may be whispering to me and may be whispering to you. Amen. God, he cares about us. He cares about the situation that we are in. He cares about our everything, our yesterday, today and tomorrow he he, you know those the circumstances around us he cares about that about those things um the word of god tells us in first peter 5 verse 7 cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you and that's just the reason it's not like, again we can be anxious the bible is letting us know that we get anxious about what's going on but he says cast them cast all of them on him because he cares for you. The Bible also let us know that God keep track of all our sorrows. So imagine that. He has collected all my tears in your bottle. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Psalm 56, verse 8. That's because God loves us. He keeps track, okay? He's not unaware. He knows what's going on. He knows. What's going on? And God can relate. Jesus also faced it, it overwhelming sorrow. Do you remember? My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Jesus said, "Stay here and keep watch." You know, when he went to the garden, going a little far further, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, "Everything is possible for you." Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Mark 14, verse 34, verse 36. Even Jesus experienced feeling of overwhelmness. But what did he do? He went to the Father. Hallelujah. That is the thing we need to do. It's not that we're not going to feel what we feel. It's not that we're not going to be Questioning what is happening in the world is that we're gonna go to the Father because He's our anchor, He's our foundation, go to God. And how do you do that? How do you do that? How do I do that? The first thing we do, we need to seek the truth in the scripture, in the Bible. You know, the the Bible is the word of God, is God breathe god read words okay god inspired word that is the word of god we need to turn to it yes i am actually asking you i'm encouraging you to pick up your bible in this moment don't just read the news don't just watch the videos on youtubes or on the um tv networks don't just take those in don't just hit a post read the post that our friends and family are putting and expressing themselves or the one they're sharing about what's going on the world. No, since God's words, you know, is unchanging and completely trustworthy, we need to go back to that foundation. There we will see records of how God has responded in difficult times in the past. That should give us hope. It should remind us that he is trustworthy in whatever the circumstances are, whatever the situation may be, not just the good one, but also in the bad one. Many people in the scripture even reference other part of scripture to encourage themselves and those around you reading some something that's happening in the new testament and you see they make reference also back to what happened in the old testament what happened with the israelites and they take word of comfort in that we need to still be doing that today read the word of god Be encouraged by the word, by the truth, by what God is saying to us about it. We need a strong foundation of scripture to stand on, especially when times is uncertain. The Bible is God's unfailing and unchanging word. What it says is true. You can cling to that truth. We can hold on to it and don't let it go no matter what arrows are coming at us. In this time, in this fiery time, no matter what arrow, no matter what darts are coming at us, hold on to the word of God as a shield. Hold on to the word of God as a a shield to help protect our hearts, our mind. And it's okay to confess your unbelief. Like I was saying earlier, God knows that we are, we asking the questions not because I don't believe in God. I believe in God. I believe in God. And I'm praying that you believe in God right here, you who are listening to me. Just saying, like, what is going on? I don't understand. It's not saying I don't believe in you, God. We're just trying to understand our situation, our times, our generation, our circumstances. It's okay. You know, do you remember... In Mark nine verse twenty four, um, when the father who came asking um, Jesus to heal his son said, "If you can," and Jesus questioned him that if he did not believe that Jesus could, if he did not believe that Jesus could heal, and uh, the man replied immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, "I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief." Mark 9, verse 24. I mean, after all, he did believe in the power that Jesus had. He believed that Jesus was the Savior. That's why he approached. But he has unbelief. Like, he cannot see how the solution is going to come about. I can't see... How the solution is gonna come about, I can't see what's gonna happen, how things' gonna just go right in Haiti right now. I don't see how the yet the pandemic is just gonna go away and fool and just stop and how everything's gonna go back perfectly or the way they were or even better. I can't really see all the detail and that's where our questions and our uncertainty come. I can't see how these people gonna um Overcome the earthquake that just happened in the lower half of Haiti. You know the people from lekai and all these areas. I see visions of buildings falling down, and I see bodies, and this is awful. And I just, I'm just trying to make my mind work. How are these folks gonna work it out? So this is where we are with the unbelief. It's one thing you know the truth, but it's sometimes hard to believe it when life takes unexpected turn. Cause we're human, we're human. So therefore, we just gotta confess. Like, help me overcome that unbelief. Because it's something that you and I we can overcome. That feeling of overwhelm, we can overcome it. That moments of asking, you know, what to do, for that unclarity, we can overcome it. We can overcome it. And so we're just gonna ask the Lord to help us overcome that. Confess that we need him, his help. Humble ourselves to say, "Lord, I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. We need your help. Help us." All right. Um, and I would also encourage you, wherever you are, share your concern with your community, your church community, um, your family, um, anyone's who you look up to, um, or was a positive guide, leader in your life. Bring your concerns. You can share. You can share you can share. Paul was a follower of Jesus and leader early in the church. He shared um, with his fellow believer as an encouragement. This is what he says. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Philemon 1 verse 6. Okay. We get to help one another, we help build one another. Remember this ministry for me on on the podcast is me trying to help build up the church, you know, minister to you and build you up, encourage, bring encouragement to you, so when you um share concern with your community, then word of wisdom, word of comfort can come in. Act of um um of comfort can come in. Um, your fellow brothers and sisters can go in prayer with you and hold you accountable and keep you in prayer. You know, when we're struggling, there's nothing wrong with sharing our concern with um with our other followers of Jesus. You know, other followers that we can trust. You know, someone we know that's pursuing a relationship with God on the regular, not on and off. We need someone who's like. Hey, I know you to be a follower of Christ and you following God and we can share. We can share our struggle. We don't have to share with everyone because not everybody needs to know what's going on with us. But we can share close with those who are close to us. um, Find those who will encourage you and share the truth. Not their feeling, but the truth with you and not just tell you what you want to hear. Too many times people we talk to just tell us what we want to hear. I don't know. I do it probably too. Maybe it's just easier to tell people what they want to hear, but we need to hear some truth. In time of uncertainty, I don't want someone to validate my feeling. I need them to help me understand and give me the truth because I'm trying to overcome my unbelief. And I hope it's the same for you. And my friend, we have to remember God is our foundation and we got to spend time with him. Not only spend time in the word, not only share our struggle, but we also need to spend time in prayer, spend time with God, spend regular time with him. Be consistent when you know, when you want to talk to him, read his word, yes, yes. Spend time in prayer acknowledging what he is, who God is, and what he says in his word. You know, we need to spend time in God. Come in prayer with others in agreement about God truth, God truth, you know. And and in prayer, this is where you also get to confess your unbelief, where you're struggling, and so that God can help you, and so that God can help me. I need to do the same thing. I need to do the same thing. It's because I'm realizing I need to do the same thing. I'm able to encourage you to say, this is what we need to do. We need to confess, you know, we need we need to seek God where to see what God has to say. We need to confess wherever we're struggling our belief. And we need to just kind of like, you know, put like a good circle around us, a good circle of people who, you know, we can trust, you know, to hold us accountable and tell us the truth. And then we can just dive in and to pray and spending time with God, meditating on his word and praying to God. And don't forget to look for things to be grateful. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. I am grateful for life. Each and every day I woke up, I see I'm still here. I am grateful for that. So be grateful. Be grateful for what you have, even though the news are not too good, but be grateful. Be grateful. And since I've been using the scenario of what happened in Haiti, be grateful not Haiti as a whole, you know, you know, didn't get impacted in terms of like the earthquake didn't just like, you know, tore down uh, as much as many um, cities and that it did this time around. It's bad what happened, but only in the lower half, mostly of Haiti. So we thank God for that, for those who were spared, for those area that was spared. They may have filled the, um that some trembling, but their building didn't come down. You know, people are not... Um, are not dead from the impact of the air crate around this area. So we are grateful for that. We are grateful for the stuff we need to be grateful for, acknowledge them, be grateful for it, be grateful, be grateful for your family, we're not over there, you know, some of us have family that come from Lakai, from those exact same area, be grateful you are not there right now, it is sad for those who are, I understand, but I'm grateful I've been spared, I'm grateful you have been spared, you know what I mean, there are things that we can be grateful about, we can rejoice we can rejoice. The Bible does encourage us to rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's God's will for us in Christ Jesus. We got to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. It's easy, has one, two, three. Rejoice, pray, give thanks in all circumstances. Um, I actually not too long ago, post that, um, that phrase about that doing, you know, three things that we Christians can do. Rejoice always, pray continually, give things in all com- circumstances, one, two, three, just like that. Um, so we are going to be grateful for what we have. All right. Give things, fight the lie that everything is horrible because when you're looking at things. It looks like everything is horrible. Everything is bad. Um, But when we take the time to give thanks, we realize not everything is bad. There is the light of grace. Not everything is bad. God is present and he's making himself known. We just need to look, take a pause, take a moment, take a look, and then look for the thing that you need to be grateful for. Trusting God in this crazy season, in this crazy times, trusting God, trust God as you, as you look for God present in what feels dark and heavy. He never leaves. It just feels like he did, cause our feelings, we get caught up in our feelings. It feels like God is not here. God is not paying attention. God is not watching. No, He is here. He never leaves. So trusting Him in this season I means you gotta look for His presence. You look in for his presence in this time that feel really dark, really heavy. Walk in the Holy Spirit. God is always have a, always have a word for his people. You know, the Holy Spirit is our constant helper, pointing us back to Jesus, pointing out back to the truth. Listen to the Holy Spirit as it points you, as it um direct you, as it you know, lead you to a place, listen. To the Holy Spirit, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, will remind you of everything I said to you. All right. So you need the word. You need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is telling you something. And the word of God will help you interpret what is it that God is trying to reveal to us. You know, the advocate that God had sent to us. Will teach you all things, so even in this moment, whatever the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us telling to us, let us be um be in position to receive to understand you know the comforts that the Holy Spirit brings. Let us receive that, and then it will also lead us to a place of obedience, all right obedience, what's to do next, because as the world's on fire. You just may be a firefighter that God is seeking and looking. What is it God is asking you to do? The world's on fire and you're seeing it. You're seeing pain. You're seeing, you know, needs that need to be. What is it that you can do? What can you do? What is it the Holy Spirit is guiding you to do? Not only are we praying and we seeking wisdom and God's words and we're building a community of um comfort and encouragement and accountability, but what? how will you Apply your hand. Remember what I said at the beginning, Jeremiah. Not only may we be like Jeremiah, you know, to mourn with our people, but we We also offer assistance because it's not just you know enough to just be sad about a moment, to be sad about a tragedy. But what can you do? What is the Holy Spirit telling you to do? What is it God calling you to do in this season? How are you supposed to help? Yeah. And I've been using Haiti. I'm going to continue to to use Haiti for now. How can you help in Haiti right now? Yep. How can you help? What can you do, sincerely do for the kingdom of God to help these people who are in needs? Who can you come and connect with and be of an assistant with? Who can you, be, you know, come and connect with and then make impact for the kingdom of God? I'll say you need to be asking that question and hear what God is saying to you. How is he asking you to make a way? Um, how, how he's asking you, what, you know, how to help, how to assist. And I'm going to conclude here. Wait on the Lord, okay? If you're not sure, wait on the Lord. The Holy Spirit will lead you to what to do. Sometime you need to Wait. So wait on the Lord. If you're not sure, wait on the Lord. Faithfully continue to seek God, but wait on His timing. Wait on Him to act on your behalf. Wait on Him to do what you cannot do for yourself. Wait, for, wait on Him to tell you to what to do next. The Bible says in Isaiah, Isaiah 40 verse 31, They who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. All right? That's going to help you. He's going to help you in this moment, giving you help you endure. But wait on him. Don't act on your emotion. Don't act on your um your feeling. Wait on the Lord. Waiting on him will let us know that we are not in control because we are not. God is. God is in control. He is big enough. He is bigger than any of our circumstances. And he's big enough to handle all our circumstances. He is big enough. To sustain you, to sustain me, to sustain the, those who are in Haiti and struggling right now, to sustain those in Afghanistan, to sustain anybody impacted by the pandemic that is ravaging the whole world. God is bigger, so wait on Him. God is not neglecting our lives; He's not silence. We have to remember His promises always. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. (laughs) And this is it. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and deliver them out of all their trouble. Psalm 34 verse 17. Great or small, God will deliver us from all Trouble. Be blessed and stay encouraged. Hello, family. It is my heartfelt prayer that today's word was an encouragement to you, that you received something from it, that it equipped you, it edified you, and just made your day a little better. Um, I want to go ahead and encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notification when new segments are added. I also want to encourage you to share the link that you are listening to with a friend, with a family member so that they too can receive a word of encouragement. You never know someone in your circle just may need to hear the word that you just hear today go ahead share the link with them be blessed and stay encouraged